0: First of all, make the active decision, yes, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to, for example, um, start creating content on LinkedIn, or I'm willing to ask myself these crazy questions that we just talked about, or yes, I'm ready to change my job, or I'm ready to improve my public speaking skills, whatever it is. First of all, get clear on it, then commit to it, make the decision, and then read, study, train, test, make the
1: mis- Hi, and welcome to the Wow Factor Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Samuel Kamogisha. On this podcast, I host different personalities from all walks of life, and they get to share their personal and professional experiences with the main aim of providing you the necessary tips For you to positively impact your community. So, enjoy this discussion. Welcome to the WOW Factor podcast, and we have a very special guest. At the age of 29, of 29, at the peak of her career, she quit her corporate job and went on a nine month sabbatical, and this changed the way she thinks, speaks, and acts. She's a Doctor of Philosophy, has a Masters of Art in Social Science from the Lebanese University in Hanover, Germany. and. She sits at the, she is, she's a Forbes, she's she's a Forbes coach coach, council member and an executive coach. She has a strong focus on consulting people who have left their corporate jobs and to do their own thing. And this is all umbrella in her brand called Think Natalia. Without further hesitation, I would introduce you to Dr. Natalia. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you so much for this opportunity and for the very
1: kind introduction, Samuel. Thanks. Wow. Wow. It was quite a, a mouthful. I was like, how do I say, it? do I say it correctly? Have I captured everything? <laughs> so oh, many things.
0: It's like, <laughs> if people want to read about me, they can find that in the internet. Now, you know, we have uh, created a space so people are impressed like, oh, wow. So now I can show everybody, eh, nice. I'm a human being. These are all just titles. Don't get blinded. We convinced your rational mind, so now we're going to convince your heart.
1: Does that sound good? Yes, yes, yes. So what about people (laughs) who just want to get to know you? They would ask, who is Dr. Natalia? What would you tell them? I am a flawsome human being. Huh? Huh. Flawsome. What
0: does that mean? And why human beings? So for me, Mm -hmm. flawsome is a beautiful word I read somewhere on social media a few years ago. And I really resonated with it because it combines full of flaws and nevertheless. Awesome. I, in the first, my first life or my first career, I was so stiff, so serious, so afraid to make mistakes and so brainwashed into believing that some people out there have figured out everything. They are just perfect and I'm just terrible and I will never make it. So since I learned that this is just not true, and that we're all full of mistakes and we're still giving our best and we're awesome i embrace the word flawsome and human being because i think this is what's really missing in the business world at the moment a lot of people just hide behind fancy titles as we just had and yeah we need that to build respect and credibility and that especially the super serious people you know they look up to you amazing but then what is missing is the kindness the compassion the human being in the whole concept of business and careers. So by pointing that out, I give my best to make myself more relatable and um, yeah, showing people that it's okay to be human. But for everybody who said, okay, nice, that was too philosophical. What the F do you actually do? I teach all sorts of experts, coaches, and people who are interested about that, how to use LinkedIn as a marketing tool to build a personal brand, to get more clients or to make more money or to have a social impact or to get more visibility or whatever it is that people want. So everything around that.
1: So why the choice of LinkedIn to build personal brands?
0: Because LinkedIn at the moment is the biggest social media platform for grown-ups. That's how some people say it. And I'm like, huh, whatever that means. LinkedIn, for me, is the biggest online networking event, especially at the moment. We are in, what are we? February 2021. The world is a little bit cuckoo at the moment, which means networking events and social gatherings don't take place that often, which means almost everything is online. And imagine there would be an online event which would take place 24-7, seven days per week, 365 days per year. And voila, what we have LinkedIn. So that's the first reason. And another reason is that people who are active on LinkedIn are in a business mindset. They go there to find customers, to find jobs or to look for talent or to generate leads, to create content, to build their brands, to learn about news. Well, when you compare that to other platforms, like, for example, Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever, nothing against these platforms. They're awesome. And people use them to be entertained, to get inspired. I was just joking with a client to look for the latest food recipes or styling outfits. And again, that is totally okay. But if you want to progress your career, if you want to find a job, if you want to find clients, then with all my respect, don't waste it on such platforms, but go where people are thinking this way because there your message will hit them or will resonate with them faster.
1: I couldn't say any any better. True, true, true. So for someone who is thinking to join business or or further in their career, do you think that education is important or should people just jump in right away and begin doing their businesses?
0: Well, it depends on how you define education. I mean... In the majority of countries that I'm aware of, education is a mandatory thing. You need to go to school from a specific age, from there to there. And from when till when, I guess, it's different in different uh, cultures and in different countries. But I guess what you're pointing out is the question, do I need to have a college degree or do I need to have a bachelor or a thesis or a PhD or whatever before I start my own business or before I actually go into the job market. And that is a question that only you as a person can decide, because again, it depends on so many different things. I, for example, for my PhD thesis, I had a look at the Anglo American job market and university, let's say landscape and I compared that to Germany and the way how both job markets work and cultures work is very, very different. In Germany, certificates are incredibly important and, um, but it also depends on what you're actually, what kind of job you're looking for. For some jobs, it might not be like that important, but for some positions, maybe even a little bit higher, people are like, okay, where's your degree? Uh, While I've learned that, for example, in the Anglo-American market, that's how I understood it, skills and experiences seem to have a bigger factor. So that's something we need to have a look at and, Nowadays, we change, the world changes more, I mean, or faster than it seems to change. So, understand yourself, really have a deep look inside. When you feel and know and breathe and sweat entrepreneurship, and you really know that you don't want to work for anybody ever again, well, then jump into entrepreneurship and test things over there when you're not 100% sure. And when you think, ah, well, um, actually I might want to start working for somebody first and then I might change into entrepreneurship, get that piece of paper, finish it. So you have something safe that you can fall back to, but only do that if you are also in the financial situation that you can, that it doesn't kill you, because that also depends on the country or the culture that you live in. I mean, in some countries, this kind of education is for free. In some cultures, this education costs a lot. And then people, once they finished studying or going to school or however you want to phrase that, they have such huge debts that they're going to work it off for the next five or 10 years, which is insane and a system that is clearly broken so as you can see it's a very philosophical question It is very close to my heart but i hope that i could point out a few thoughts that will trigger you to ask the right questions and based on that make a very mature decision based on your own values and goals
1: uh what i mainly pick from that is you have to first evaluate where you are like the country you're in and what kind of system it's running and as well you have to evaluate what do you want exactly do you have this skills that are required to go into the business you want to venture in so i those are the two nuggets that i pick from how you've nicely explained that
0: yeah hmm.
1: so as we dive into personal branding uh how would you best define personal branding that works or effective personal branding?
0: Mm -hmm. I think first people need to understand what a personal brand is because very often they think, oh, it's a logo and it's colors. And I don't have a personal brand, but you obviously have one or you want to have one, that's fine. So we need to understand that we all have one because a personal brand is a mix of everything like your story, your values, what you stand for, what you believe in, how you walk, how you talk, the colors that you wear, the clothes that you have, everything around that, that in the end are symbols or signals to people. And based on that, they make decisions. Do I want to work with you? Yes or no? Do I want to hire you? Yes or no? Do I want to be a friend? Yes or no? Do I want to be your husband or spouse or wife or whatever? Yes or no? So it works in business and private life. So, okay, there you go. You have it in your face. We all have a personal brand. the second part now is how do we effectively work on that or how can we steer that? It all starts on the inside. If you don't know who you are and what's important to you and what you stand for, if you don't know that there's no way in the world, how you can clearly communicate that to others and That means others don't understand you. That means others will be like, why you, I don't care. So start on the inside with what am I good at? What are my top skills? What am I interested in? Why should people choose me compared to people who have similar skills or similar interests or, you know, who are kind of in my bubble? Um, you know what is important to me what are my goals who's somebody who inspires me all of these inside questions about yourself this homework needs to be done because it's the solid foundation for everything that comes after that i know so many people who go out and start applying for jobs or start doing marketing on linkedin or they hire a graphic designer and they haven't done the homework And that is a disaster because you can't go and do unless you know what you do, why you do it, where you do it, how you do it. So get the foundations right. And if you're stuck there, then work with the help of a teacher, of a consultant, of a coach. I don't care how you call that person, but get the basics right. And then in a second step, go out there and actually market it. Don't start with marketing, start with a strategy with the inner work.
1: I can see that you've picked out one of the most common misconceptions is personal branding is a logo. Uh, I, I think just way back in, in in understanding what personal brands were, I used to think, that oh, if you're beginning a personal brand, you start with a logo. But exactly. after, over That's time, awesome. I discovered that you actually have to discover who you are first. Then you can try yeah. out, begin going down into the logos and all later down after you've understood exactly what your strategy is.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So another thing that I'm wondering, which challenges do you think personal brands face and how do you think they can best solve these these challenges? Mm. I think that a lot of people,
0: as we discussed, or as we talked about before our interview, a lot of people are scared. We are scared of being seen. We are scared of being not seen. We're scared of making mistakes and, you know, have failures. We're scared of being successful. We're scared of so many different things and everybody's scared of something. And the crazy thing is that life has changed and we're afraid of change, but we know we need to change. And we know that the change takes place in this, you know, outside of this comfort zone that everybody talks about. So once you understand that and not on an intellectual level, but on a spiritual deep inner level, once you understand that, need to adapt you need to be flexible and uh, you need to get clear on who you are and what you want and what you do everything that we just talked about go out there and actually implement it and i know it's easily said and it takes some time because it's new and if it's new it's scary for us so first of all make the active decision yes i'm willing to do that i'm willing to for example Um, start creating content on LinkedIn, or I'm willing to ask myself these crazy questions that we just talked about, or yes, I'm ready to change my job or I'm ready to improve my public speaking skills, whatever it is. First of all, get clear on it, then commit to it, make the decision and then read, study, train, test, make the mistakes by applying you're going to become better and if your goal is to become one step better than you were yesterday eventually you're going to learn with every step and with every mistake that you're not going to die and that the majority of people will not laugh about you because the majority of people i guess like 99 they are so much in their own heads they are so much afraid what others think that they're too busy focusing on you and what you do. So we regularly think like, oh, once I do this, everybody's going to watch it and everybody's going to judge us and everybody's going to laugh about us. No, because everybody thinks that, that means almost nobody can actually, almost nobody designs the time to actually has, have a look at what's happening because we're all here. And once you understand that the majority of fears that you have, and i'm not talking about life threatening things like don't just jump off a cliff that's stupid or jump out of an airplane without a parachute that's stupid i'm talking about the fears of what if they would laugh what if they will judge me what if they say something nasty what if i blush yes so what what's the worst thing that could happen it happens okay you're not going to die and um you know through that you're going to grow and it will become easier with the time. And once again, in the beginning, it's messy. It might be a little bit painful. And this is life. Life is not perfect. Life is not fair. Life is a journey. So stop being so hard on yourself. And again, if everything that I just said is like, you don't want it or you cannot do it on your own. You don't need to. There are specialists, coaches and trainers and whatever you call these people who do nothing else but support people on their journey. And in German, we say, you know, when when you have an amount of suffering and you have a friend, then the suffering is kind of divided into two. So you're not suffering 100%, but you're taking five, uh, 50% and the other person
1: 50 So it's easier. Make sense? Makes very good sense. But someone was listening to it and had or dealing with coaches and dealing with mentors they may think it's expensive so are there other actionable steps that that you can do to build your personal brand without breaking the bank
0: sure well first of all you don't need to hire tony robbins that would be a good thing uh, because he might be out of your budget but you know what there are coaches and consultants for every step or every level that is the first thing that you need to understand the second thing is you can, you know, understand how much is the investment to work with that person. And then based on that, start saving and stop spending like a crazy person, which will already help you growing as a person. You can also, if you are um, a person who has willpower, who has trained the like, determination and perseverance um, get a friend and say, Hey, we're making a pact, a deal. We're accountability partners. So I'm going to do this until, I don't know, in five days and I'm going to do this in a week. And if I don't do this, I owe you lunch or I have to pay you 10 bucks or whatever. So you have an accountability partner. So that is also definitely something that you can do. So there are so many different options or maybe, you find somebody and you just think they're phenomenal. They're amazing. And you say, well, I, for some reason, I just can't pay them or I can't make the investment. So what you can do is, and this is a mistake or something that a lot of people make, like a lot of people approach us and say, oh, Natalia, I like what you do, but oh, poor me, I, I can't do this. And I would but so they come up with such a text why they can't do things and why they are not worthy. And I'm like, they are negative. They are they are so sorry for themselves, they have such a victim mentality. I'm not the right person to help them. They need a psychologist or a coach first. But if you come from an angle of how can I help you? So instead of saying, I want be my mentor, be my coach, come from the angle of I want to help you. How can I help you with your business? And in an ideal world, instead of writing that person, Oh, what can I do for you? Because that it's again work. Like imagine 50 people would say, Hey, Natalia, I like what you do. I can't pay you, but what can I do for you? Like, eh. So you want me to study your profile, uh, see what you're good at and then have a look at what I need. No. So this is like, the following things that I'm going to share with you is really a game changer. And a lot of people don't take the time to do that. And that's the reason why they don't get what they want to get in life. So this hint is worth so much. It will change your life. If there's a person that you really like and admire and you want to tap into their network, their brain, their wisdom, or whatever, study their work. Read. Read everything, their content, their books and their social media and everything and see, Hmm. okay, that's what they do. This is what I do and what I'm good at. I have this thing that might help them somehow. So, for example, you're good in writing, you're good in drawing, you're good in listening, you're good in something. And then through this perspective, ask yourself... What is it that they can't do? But I have this skill, this knowledge, this wisdom, this something that I can take and help them. So I, I regularly do, I do that and I did it in the past. So, for example, there was this gentleman who had a lot of wisdom about public speaking and I wanted to become a public speaker. And I was terrible at public speaking. So instead of approaching him and saying, hey, teach me how to public speak, because, oh, I'm just at the beginning of my career, poor me, oh, and I don't have money to pay you. I didn't do that. I I realized, ooh, I'm good in LinkedIn marketing. So let me see how good he is in LinkedIn marketing. And I realized, ha, he's terrible at LinkedIn marketing. I was like, yeah, that's the solution. So I went there and of course I didn't say, hey, you're terrible in LinkedIn marketing, let me help you. But I found a way how to approach him and say, hey, I really like what you do. And I realized there's room for improvement for your LinkedIn marketing. And that's actually what I do. And I would like to offer a fair barter. So would you be interested in having a 10 minutes conversation? And that's what we did. And we had a meeting, actually. And uh, he said, okay, this is what I need and what I want. And this is what I can offer. And I said, this is so cool because that's exactly what I need and want. And this is what I can offer. And this, you know, understanding this beauty and applying that in your private life and in your business life, in your career, oh, it's a game changer. Did you ever try it?
1: Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I like the angle that you're coming in, that coming in from the position of of what you're good at rather than coming in from a point of weakness. And I want I want to try this out. (laughs) To be honest, I I like it. Thank (laughs) you, I like it. (laughs) I really really (laughs) really like it because I've I've just been thinking about it. The once you've been explaining, like oh yes, it's blowing. Looking more at the person you that you you look up to, and you want to gain something from them, a skill or access their network and then you're offering them also a service that that you can do for them and both of you are benefiting. So I exactly. like
0: Exactly, it. and it's not brain science or rocket yes. science
1: and it's fair. Wow, wow. Uh, that's definitely on my to-do list. <laughs> awesome, love it. Wow, oh, uh, now like for example, you've been observing different personal brands. Are there either that are some that stand out for you that you'd say, I like these three, and they do. They have these specific attributes. Can you highlight out mm. maybe two or three that stand out for you?
0: Mm. So I study a lot of people in social media, or a lot of people who are keynote speakers who have their own businesses. So I have especially two people that I regularly refer to because I think they are just doing phenomenal. So a gentleman, I'm sure everybody knows him. His name is Gary Vaynerchuk. He is just a content machine. He has, I think five, six, seven people in his social media team. And no matter which social media platform is out there, they are just flooding people with amazing content. So Gary stands out because he is a content machine. He lives what he preaches. He is a very He has a very unique character and he goes all and he shows himself as he is, which means sometimes, for example, he swears. He's using a lot of swear words and he's not hiding that. And he is somebody who has multiple businesses and still people understand, Oh, okay. He is a serial entrepreneur, but he does this and this and this and this. So he is very good in his communication and in his content. So if you want to get a little bit of inspiration, study this man and study his work. Then on the other side, we have a lady that I find just phenomenal. Her name is Mel Robbins. She is a a coach and somebody who helps people, you know, with overcoming fears and limiting beliefs and... Um, just challenges in their life. And what I find amazing about her is, again, her raw rawness or her, some people call it authenticity. She she very often talks about her own problems and insecurities and takes stories out of her own life. So she, for example, films videos with her daughter or her son or her husband and talks about those things that really matter that make us human and again she goes out there she shares it with the world she doesn't care about what other people think or like oh your hair isn't perfect or oh why do you whatever like people have opinions and she she shows up she shows up every day she has a huge heart so yeah a woman that i would definitely um like recommend in in a sense that you like if you didn't check out her content yet or how she portrays herself how she communicates her personal brand there's so much to learn from her as well so yeah big kudos to Mel as well
1: uh, i remember from Mel i think it's the 5 second rule that's what stands out exactly. for me and i think it also yeah. the They give the act of reciprocity where you're supposed to, the way you treat people is the way you're going to be treated. I remember that from Mel Robbins. And for Gary V. yes, there's a lot that I've also understood from him. Actually, the brands that stand out for me, Mel and also Tony Robbins himself are also ones that stand out for me. I like his... He's also authentic in the way he speaks. If he's if he's gonna swear, he's gonna swear. He's, he's clear on what he believes in, and he's, he it has had the same consistent message. Coming up with campaign ideas can really be exhausting and very daunting, especially at the start. You need a high pool of inspiration to make this process much easier. And inspiration can be from different campaigns that have been done by different people across different industries. And this challenge that I mainly had, I solved this by creating a compilation of all the different campaigns and adverts that have inspired me. And what makes this more exciting that you have access to get this compilation, so just visit thewowjournal.com forward slash case studies to have access to this exclusive list. Over the years, I've been listening to him. Yes, So for
0: sure. Consistency is key. You've heard
1: it
0: so many times. I've heard it so many times. Mm-hmm. And still, a lot of people don't seem to understand or believe
1: it. Yeah, maybe they don't see it as important. So, just just, just imagine you're going to look back at, at your ninety what if we're talking back at your 19 year old self? What would you give us best advice to your 19 year old self?
0: Hmm. So I'm a person who has a very loud mind. So we all know that we have, I always say, a tiny little psychopath sitting here who's continuously talking and judging and talking about other people and talking about ourselves like, oh, you're too fat, you're too young, you're too ba-ba-ba-ba, Oh, look at this, I don't like this. So this is normal. And this is something or somebody that we all have. And when we don't learn to make that him, her, whatever you want to call it, entity, When we don't learn to turn that into at least a frenemy because that will never turn into your friend it's just it so instead of being an enemy friend ah make it a frenemy and what's the best way again sounds cliche but meditation for me meditation changed my life i started i think in 2014 and in the beginning, I felt a lot of resistance because I thought, oh, it has something to do with religion or it's just something that some spiritual hippie gurus do or it was like, oh, I didn't like it. Until I learned it has nothing to do with religion and it is a gift for yourself. It is for you every day to slow down and to slow down your thoughts. And I see my daily morning you know, meditation, these 20 minutes, a little bit like taking out the trash from yesterday and out. And the next day I take the trash from the last day out. So I create space here so that I um, am nicer to myself I'm nicer to other people. And then I don't take myself in life so seriously while still being professional. So this is how meditation helps me to really sink in, to listen to the voice of the inside, to disconnect from everything to remind myself of, Hey, you know, I'm actually more than just this. This is just all temporary. Like this, this body is a vehicle. So I'm more than that. I'm this whatever soul glitter thingy, whatever, can't find the right word for it, but I'm more than just that. And this daily reminder makes you successful and humble at the same time. And I so wish that I had learned that when I was 19 and not like almost 10 years later but nevertheless i learned it that's what matters so i highly recommend everybody to at least give it a
1: try so this is what you mainly learned when you're in the sabbatical
0: yeah yeah for sure meditation was the biggest thing that i learned meditation and changing my language i had a lot of victim language so I learned about the art of NLP and I got very conscious about the words that I use about myself and the thoughts that I have about myself and the thoughts that I have about other people. And I believe that their first thoughts, then their words and their actions. And actions, when you do actions over time, that's kind of your life. This is your life reality. So if you want to change your life and your reality, you need to change your actions. You need to change your words and you need to change your thoughts, which again means you really need to get rid of the trash that you have in there. And in the beginning, again, that's uh, quite challenging, but it's going to become better. And again, we just talked about it in the introduction or before we actually hit the record button. I've just this year again, hired a coach and I work with her every week because I realized, well, I thought I had figured it out or quite a few things, but there's still so many things that are limiting beliefs or patterns in my thinking, speaking, acting that don't serve me and that keep me small. And I realized, you know, I could do that on my own and most probably uh, battle with that for the next three years. Or I could get somebody who holds me accountable and is my mirror and uh, work with her every week to get through that. And
1: since then, the changes are insane. Amazing. It's nice. So for someone who's thinking of going on a sabbatical, do you, what would be your best advice for them? Oh, prepare and
0: plan. This is so important. And I recently met a woman who is a sabbatical expert. I'm like, what are you? And she said, yeah, I'm helping people to plan their sabbaticals. I was like, I didn't know that this job exists. So I recommend you check out the conversation that I had with her. you find it on my LinkedIn. It's a LinkedIn live conversation. So what I've learned is that you like preparation is, is almost everything. So you understand why do you want to go on that sabbatical? Like what's the goal? You understand how do you want to have this? I mean, do you want to go and travel somewhere or do you want to lock yourself away? And what are you going to do during that sabbatical? Because if you don't, if you just live in the day, it's like, Oh yeah, well, let's see. That might be good in the beginning, especially when you were a very structured person. But then if you don't if at certain stage, you need some structure or some things that you need to do because you don't want a sabbatical of, I don't know, six months, a year, 18 months. And because you didn't plan anything, you just come out and people are say, oh, so, you know, what did you learn or, or what's the next step? And you're like, oh, I don't know. I was just hanging out for 18 months. Mm-hmm. This is uh, most probably not uh, the best uh, end result. Although Again, it could be a phase to to relax and do nothing, but in that phase, I would still design the time to ask myself a few very deep questions about life. Like, what makes me happy? What is success? Uh, what is it that I don't like about myself, about my partner, about my career? What is it that I like about all of these things and people? So do this soul work and this deep this deep digging and um yeah and then based on that go out there but plan it
1: wow wow those who fail to plan are planning for a failure already very true very very true so if we're looking towards the future how would you like to be remembered
0: how do you want to be remembered as somebody who made people think and laugh So I have these two aspects in me and I just can't decide. I was struggling with this for a very long time. I'm like, so am I kind of the teacher, somebody who who helps people, who educates them? Or am I somebody who makes people laugh? Am I somebody who opens hearts? Am I somebody who entertains people? And I really like both. So I realized, you know what? Instead of trying to squeeze myself into something that doesn't serve me, I realized I'm both. So this is why I also regularly say I'm an edutainer. So a mix between somebody who educates and who entertains. That's why I want to be remembered as somebody who makes people think and smile or laugh.
1: In summary, think Natalia. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So as we wrap this up, uh, what would be your final remarks and where can people find you on the internet?
0: Final remarks? I think looking at the situation that we're in right now, so many people I know, their whole life, their story was, oh, I don't have time. Oh, I will do this one day when I have time. Oh no, I'm too busy to do this right now. And I don't know about you, but when I look around, what we really gained a lot over the last year or one and a half years is time because you don't drive somewhere, you're not stuck in traffic. There is no conversation on the office floor. So you have time. You have at least one more hour in your life. this is the time that you always ask for. What are you doing with that time? Because it's there and the majority of people, they just waste it. And that is so sad. So understand that the time that you always ask for, it's now there for you. And use it wisely to to really do the things that your soul is asking or screaming or begging for. So whatever that could be, you know, start with painting again or read more or start with meditation or... Try new cooking recipes, go for a walk, learn that language that you always wanted to learn. Now is the time, and if not now, when then? So use that time wisely, that would be my advice. And people can find me on LinkedIn because that's my favorite platform, or if LinkedIn is a tool where people are like, nah, I'm not sure about it, I wanna get to know the the private you, um, Instagram. Instagram is a tool or a platform where I still educate and teach what I know, and on top of that, there's a tiny little bit more, let's say, stories related to my everyday life.
1: Wow, amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the Wow well Factor podcast. It's oh, been-
0: thank you. I had a great time and um, <laughs> let's hope that we inspired your audience.
1: I believe they have. Because even I, the host, has also been inspired. That's amazing. <laughs> so... As I always sign off and say, the future is bright ahead. Let's go in. Thank you for listening to the Wow Factor podcast. And I believe that all the nuggets of wisdom from this conversation have been very beneficial to you. We'd like to hear your feedback. Drop us a line at thewowfjournal.com. Forward slash feedback. We look forward to hearing all your amazing experiences and listening to the podcast. Catch you on the next episode. Bye bye.